0: Our second reading today told us that God sent his son to be born of a woman, and we know that that woman's name from the Annunciation is Mary, and that woman we call the Mother of God. That's what we celebrate today, Mary as Mother of Jesus, Mother of our Lord God and Savior, I think it's quite natural for us during these days of Christmas to think of Mary as a mother. We have the crib scene here in church. You have manger scenes in your home probably. And as we look upon them, we see Mary there kneeling at the manger where Christ has been laid. And so very easy for us to think of her in that way. A lot of our Christmas songs that we sing in these days have references to Mary as a mother as well. I think in our own prayer, our own meditation, that we can think of Mary, and maybe uh, as St. Ignatius of Loyola suggested, even maybe have a little imaginative prayer, thinking or calling to mind some aspect of Mary's motherhood over Jesus. And there are lots of different things that come to mind that I think we could reflect upon Mary in that way as mother. And maybe for some of those ways, maybe they're ones that we wouldn't necessarily consider, that we're just drawn always to the same image. So I'd like to maybe share a few different images of Mary as mother that could be worthy of our own meditation and reflection. Maybe something we could go back to throughout the day, or think of during the rosary, or whenever it might be. Of course, we have the fact that Mary was pregnant with Jesus for nine months, and, and finally the day of his birth comes, and she gives birth to the Lord, and he's placed in the manger, and you have that moment where mother and son see each other for the very first time that Mary lays eyes on the one who is the long-expected one, the one that so many people had waited for throughout the ages. And maybe that's something to think of, that first look that Mary had as she saw her son. I think for mothers who have given birth, maybe looking to Mary as a mother, reflecting on her motherhood, might be quite easy because you're able to call to mind maybe that first instance when You gave birth, and then you saw your child and held that child for the very first time. What was it like for you? What was it like for Mary? Also, too, that notion of holding Jesus, Mary holding Jesus in her arms. Sometimes when I do videos for Facebook, whether it's Facebook Live or a recorded video, I do it in my little sitting area. There's a statue of Mary in the background, and lots of people have commented to me about that statue, because it's Mary holding Jesus, looking at him so tenderly with the love of a mother. Maybe that's an image to sit and to stay with. There's a a Protestant minister named Adam Hamilton, and uh, he wrote a book on the mystery of Christmas, And he called it, Not Such a Silent Night. And uh, his notion there was that if Jesus was born in a stable, well, these animals that were nearby, these animals that we sing of, probably making noises, that maybe Jesus himself is crying, that it wasn't as silent of a night as we might sing. And so as Jesus, a newborn infant, as a little child, we think of our own parents. They lulled us to sleep. They sang lullabies, rockabye baby, whatever it is. And maybe we would just wonder well, what songs did Mary sing to Jesus as she rocked him to sleep, as she cradled him in her arms, singing those lullabies? Were they the songs of the Jewish people of long ago? There's another image of Mary, and uh, my experience is a lot of people actually don't like this image of Mary. There's a, a very special place, though, in my heart for it because of the graces that have been attached to this devotion. But uh, in St. Augustine, for example, there is a shrine to Our Lady, Our Lady of La Leche, and uh, it has an image of Mary nursing the Christ child. So Jesus sucking the breast of Mary. In artwork, this has been depicted in many different ways as Maria Lactans throughout the centuries. And so that's an image, Mary nursing the Christ child, that he who becomes our nourishment in the Eucharist first was fed by his mother. There's also two teaching, Mary and Joseph teaching the Christ child that as he's growing in age and wisdom, that he learns from his family. That they impart lessons to him. Even dress at the last Mass that I celebrate at Cecil, I, having mentioned this in the homily, I, I thought of at the Our Father. Well, did Jesus learn the prayer, the words of the Our Father in some way from his family? Did they teach him the great Shema, that the Lord is God, that there is none other? So how did he learn? What did they teach him? Also, too, just this notion of the family. Yesterday was the Holy Family, and so the notion of the family being together, Joseph, Mary, Jesus, how did they spend their time together, their days together? How did they pass the time? Maybe that's worthy of thinking of the, the leisure of the Holy Family together together. We can think a lot about Mary as a mother of the infant Christ, but also too we can think of her as the mother of the Christ who goes into public ministry. St. Ignatius of Loyola, he had this notion of imaginative prayer. He wrote a series of spiritual exercises for 30 days that someone would pray in silence on a retreat. He would give them different things to pray about, to imagine, and one of the images that he had was Jesus saying goodbye to his mother as he left to go out about his public ministry. Maybe to think what it was like for Mary as she watched Jesus go off and begin his work. It's like a parent watching their child go off to college or move away. Maybe that's how we relate and think of this image So, Jesus saying goodbye to his mother. Another one that St. Ignatius had was Mary receiving a visit of the risen Jesus. So, Jesus announcing to his mother that he had risen from the dead. Not in the scriptures, but he thought it was something worthy of meditation. Something to think about. Even to Mary, after Jesus was ascended into heaven... Well then, after that final goodbye to the apostles, to his mother, that there was this separation of mother and son. Maybe the separation of mother who has lost a son or a child, that separation they know and sense, and so Mary experienced that, and that longing to one day be united with Jesus again, which he did for her in her glorious Assumption. These are just a few moments that as I think about Mary as a mother, how we can think about her life, her relationship to her son, how it can enrich our own prayer and meditation and make us think holy thoughts throughout the day. It's something that we can do, especially on this day, set apart to honor Mary as mother